you know, even talking about it to this day sends chills down my spine because I'm like, I can't believe I had that happen to me. And yeah. so, yeah, I've always had a lot of really unusual paranormal you know, experiences. Welcome back to Something Paranormal Podcast. I will be dropping episode nine tonight. And I just wanted to bring attention again to the stats, as I always do. Um, Now, before I get into that, if I sound congested, (laughs) this week has been a little brutal for myself. I caught COVID again. So I definitely sound a bit congested. So if you notice that even on the next episode, that's why. Um, But yeah, I just again wanted to say thank you so much for tuning in. Um, I was looking at the stats this morning, and we are definitely growing. We've got Of course, so many listeners in Canada and the States, and we've also got Paraguay, Mexico, Chile, Argentina, the Netherlands, Portugal, and of course, the United Arab Emirates. So again, I just, I know there are so many podcasts that are out there. So just the fact that you're coming and tuning in to listen to what I have to say and what my guests have to say, I just appreciate every single one of you. So if you personally have a story that you'd like to share that is supernatural or unexplainable, pretty much anything paranormal, um, there are a few ways you can get in contact with me. So I do have a Facebook page and that's just called Something Paranormal. I also have an Instagram account. That one's just called Something Paranormal Podcast. And then I also have a TikTok page or TikTok account. And that one's called Something Paranormal Pod. And I also have an email address. So if you want to reach out, you don't necessarily have to type out the entire story, but you can always send me an email or or even just message me on one of the, you know, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and then we can just schedule a virtual call. Um, but my email address is something paranormal podcast, all one word at gmail.com. And you can we could basically do a multitude of things. We can set up a virtual call through StreamYard. That's what I've been using as a platform to record the calls. You can choose to have either just an audio call or we could do a video call. Um, As of right now, this podcast is just audio only, but maybe down the road we might put it on YouTube as well. But that's basically where I'm at as of right now. I really just want People when they're on their way to work or, 
you know, when they're working out or whatever it is where, you know, you don't necessarily need to be sitting in front of your computer screen or your TV to be able to listen. Um, I just find it's more convenient if it's just audio only. So we'll kind of see. But if you want to see the video calls, you can always let me know as well. And I can definitely put it on YouTube if that makes it easier. So um, I'm open to any feedback. And if you want to share your story with me, if you're afraid to, you know, expose yourself, you can remain anonymous. I just respect whatever you feel comfortable with, I will respect your wishes 100%. And, um, you know, it doesn't have to be a huge story. We could even just talk about, you know, your fascination with the paranormal and some of the things that you have, you know, discovered yourself. Um, it doesn't have to be something crazy profound. So yeah, if you want to reach out and just talk to me about anything you've experienced or anything paranormal that you enjoy or you have found really fascinating, pretty much the sky is the limit. There's nothing that, you know, specific criteria that needs to be met to come and talk to me on the show. So this week, um, I met a girl named Elsie and she messaged me on Facebook. So we will be diving into some of her paranormal experiences. So stay tuned for the call with Elsie. Well, thank you so much for reaching out today. It's so funny how I feel like people just come into my life like right at the perfect time. So I think you found uh, my Facebook post like for uh, the perfect reason. So tell me a little bit about yourself. What got you into the paranormal? Well, I have had experiences since I was young with really out there situations happening. Um mm-hmm. For instance, when I was about eight years old, I was sleeping in a basement at the time and the sewer line above my bed was cut and bent and the plumber came and checked it out and he's like, I have absolutely no idea how this could have happened. This is unusual that this has even occurred because pipes don't do that. And at that time, I was also having um, sleep paralysis sort of moments where I could actually feel ice cold hands around my throat until I talked and was like made some sort of noise and then it would disappear. So I've always had some crazy out there experiences. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's just continued through my whole life. And, you know, even my kids now have started having experiences. Um, Really? He was about two years old, um, was very insistent that we had to open our door because there was a man standing there. And I couldn't see anybody through the window, but my son kept saying to me, no, we have to let him in. We have to let the man in. And I finally opened the door and I was like, look, there's no one there. And my son goes, that's because he left. You didn't open the door in time. And about five days later, I woke up in the middle of the night and saw an old like army general sort of figure standing above my bed. And I was like, you have to leave. Um, in the same time frame, in the same house we were living in, we could hear music playing all the time. And it was not one of my kids' toys. And it wasn't the neighbors. And when I talked to a different neighbor, she had actually lived in the suite next to mine. 
and heard the same music playing lots wow. and lots of times like it was like an old an old song like in the same time frame as this army soldier was from well so it you know even talking about it to this day sends chills down my spine because i'm like i can't believe i had that happen to me and yeah so, yeah i've always had a lot of really unusual paranormal you know experiences that have been a lot of fun <laughs> yeah <laughs> Great story uh, to tell now that I'm older. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So when you saw that, like, I'm assuming it was like a full body apparition. Was it like a yeah. solid body? Um, no, he was like, it's hard to. It was almost like a fog, but okay, he was. That makes sense. But I could actually make out details of his old hat. You know, the turned up collar with the buttons on it, and the the banners on or the medallions on his jacket and everything so you could actually make it all out um and it turned out that the house where we were living was used as army barracks at one no point way. in time i'm wow. i'm serious yeah so it it really put a lot together for me on why the, all of these things were happening and when right. my son said you need to let him in he's looking for his family and i was like uh, well, how do you know that? Like, there's, yeah. I, I couldn't see anybody. But after that day, it was like, no, we're not opening the door for him, honey. He can't come in the house anymore. Like, it's not his home. His family's right. gone from here. And tried to explain to my son that, yes, we can see him, but he doesn't actually live here anymore. And his family's not here. His family that he's looking for has moved on. And so, you know, trying to explain that to a two-year-old was a lot of fun. Um, Absolutely. I say fun. <laughs> No, kind of <laughs> spooky, actually. <laughs> For sure. I know what you mean. <laughs> did he try to talk to you or anything? And then did you have, um, like, a scared, like, vibe from that? I never really got scared from it. I know my kids did because they were really little and they didn't understand the music and they didn't understand why this guy was always at the door. But mm -hmm. I didn't get a scared vibe. I got more of a lost. Like, he was actually yeah. legitimately looking for something and couldn't find it. And mm. so I, I really tried to help as much as I could by like, every time I'd hear the music, I'd say, you know, you're what you're looking for isn't here anymore. They've moved on or, you know, but I wonder almost if it's more that he's just attached to the home because of looking for something was kind of the right. vibe, I would say. Right. Does your do your kids ever have that moment where they're like they have like an imaginary friend like beyond that like have you ever heard them like talking to somebody that's not there or no um not really but more of like you know for instance the house we live in now I know a couple of people have passed in this house um so we've seen moments of like a fog moving past a door or our dogs will start barking at the wall um the cats will sit and stare at corners out of nowhere. And I'm like, okay, like, I'm assuming that it's Bob, the guy that used to live in our house. And I'm like, Bob, you got to go. <laughs> we live here now. And so I've always just kind of been like, hey, what you're looking for isn't here. You know, I'm here now and I don't welcome you into my space. But mm -hmm. um, I know there are times where I should probably hold space a little bit just to kind of see what's trying to be coming through to me. But it also mm -hmm. worries me that if I open it up too much, I might experience a whole lot more than I already do. And yeah, for sure. 
yeah mm-hmm. so it's it's a neat experience though like mm-hmm. I've always wondered if maybe I could go be a, a paranormal investigator or something because I do have yeah. such a, a, a t- an open I guess third eye or you know yeah. I have that sense sensitivity clairvoyancy or you know the clairsentience or any of one of the clairs really right kind of mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I was actually going to ask, like, if you thought that you were, like, sensitive. I mean, I've never seen a full body apparition. I've heard things, but I'm assuming if you're seeing things that maybe there is some of that, like, clairvoyance in there for sure. Oh, definitely. And I I, I believe that it's just different, different vibrations. Like, once mm-hmm. our once we've passed and our souls have left our bod- physical bodies, we've, we've moved to a different vibrational level. And mm-hmm. I think that's a lot of what it is, is like sometimes those vibrations start to cross and we can see the other side. And, mm-hmm. you know, and I think a lot of that is just thinning of the veil or whatever, you know, people want to call it. it but I, I do believe that it's a different vibrational level that, you know, our spirits and the people who have passed are on. And mm-hmm. sometimes we can connect with each other. Yeah. I actually, I did have a, a psychic medium on one of my previous episodes. And she had mentioned that like when there's a full moon, for instance, like if you believe in like intuitive dreams and things like that, that like it gets stronger, that like intuitiveness, like closer to a full moon or, you know, it has to do with like the stars and the charts and stuff. So it definitely makes sense what you're saying. Yeah, no, I, I definitely feel the full moon thing. Like when, mm-hmm. when there is a full moon, I definitely feel a whole lot of, I like to ground myself at that point because it, it just feels a whole lot safer that way. So I just go outside and stand in the grass barefoot and, you know, just send off out into the world and say, I call back my energy and I release energy that doesn't belong to me. And mm-hmm. I definitely have a strong intuition. I've also had a lot of really weird experiences with pregnancies. Um, okay. You Tell know, me. Really, really weird moments, like predicting when a woman has been pregnant before she dumps. No way. I'm serious. I've done it so many times to people. I'm like, oh, how far along are you? And they're like, I'm not pregnant. I'm like, are you sure? And then they come back to me later and they're like, how did you know I was pregnant? I I, I don't know. It just it just comes to me. And so even with my own children, um, with my first pregnancy, my child's dad brought me this dress from work and it ended up being a maternity dress and then I found it a week later I was pregnant no um, way second son um his wasn't quite as you know exciting like as profound um, yeah but I was pregnant and I had a miscarriage and within a month I was pregnant again and then I had my second son um my third son I got a call from uh, the local health unit from in Lethbridge, and they said, "Oh, you're signed up for labor preparation classes." And I said, uh, "That's that's not me. You're looking for someone else. I'm not pregnant." And she's like, "Are you sure?" And I was like, "I think I'd know if I was pregnant. No, I'm definitely not." And then I was like, "You freaked out my husband with that message, by the way, because they left a message <laughs> on my answering machine." And a week later, I found out I was pregnant with my third son. What the and heck? Then my fourth son, we drove all the way for two and a half hours for me to get a surgery, only to find out that I was pregnant before they could give me the surgery. And so then we had to drive two and a half hours back home 
and had another boy. So it's, it's wow. been a wild ride with some of those things, but yeah, wow. pretty accurate with predicting a pregnancy and a lot of empath empathy comes like, I, I feel very empathetic and I can really feel people's emotions and, um, mm -hmm. like definitely spirits. Um, recently I was in the hospital with my auntie as she was passing away and you could just feel everything up there. Like, it was mm -hmm. just such a sad, hard energy to be around. And so me and my cousin really stuck close together because we both have that same feelings and light and energy that we can feel everything around us. So we just really banded together and relied on each other's good energy to get us through that. And so right. that was, but it, it, it can be tiresome. Yeah. <laughs> um, all the feelings all the time so mm -hmm. I always am wearing my amethyst and my apache tear that I was given and mm -hmm. they were given to me in love so that's why I keep them on always because they were in a, a loving gift so yeah it's like the energy <laughs> behind that like really helps you then I find it does. It really blocks a mm -hmm. lot of stuff and because it's at my throat and right between my throat chakra and my heart chakra I I can really, I feel more protection. And mm -hmm. so I really take care of them and I make sure I send them and put them in the full moon to keep them cleansed. Energized. And <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ready to go, you know, all the, all yeah. the witch stuff. Cause that's what my kids and my, my husband call me a witch. Say, yeah. Mom, you're so, you do all the witch <laughs> stuff. <laughs> that's okay. I, I mean, don't mind whatever they can use like whatever terminology they can use to understand i guess <laughs> exactly yeah yeah <laughs> but i think there's good witches and then maybe like dark witches so like whatever that's fine <laughs> no, absolutely i absolutely agree with that because i can feel like in myself i can feel if i want to do good or bad but towards somebody and mm -hmm. you know i always aim to go for the good because that's just who i am but there are times where I'm like, you know, I could so easily just put everything back onto you that you're trying to send my way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But for you know, sure, I, I believe that people need to be good to each other. It's the only way anybody's going to survive anything. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah. So I was going to ask, like, what do you think about like the afterlife? Do you have any thoughts? I know it's all opinion, but do you, what do you think about the afterlife? Um, I was worried at first, but to, truth be told, um, my grandma really eased a lot of my worries and fears. After mm -hmm. she passed away, um, she came to me in a dream about a week later and just held me and told me everything's okay and I'm happy and I'm healthy and, you know, I'm with all the people that I've always loved and don't grieve for me because it's okay. And mm -hmm. I really, really think that changed my opinion. Mm -hmm. You used to be worried about it? Um, at first, you know, I was really facing a hard struggle where I wasn't really sure what was coming after and who to believe in and what to, what to believe in. Um, mm -hmm. and I just was in a low place at that point, especially after my grandma died, my depression got really, really bad. Um, mm -hmm. but when she came to me in the dream and just told me it was okay, I just, I felt a whole like weight come off of my chest at that point because my grandma told me it was okay. <laughs> right. That's beautiful. 
And I'm so sorry for your loss. Um, I think that like, personally, like I grew up in the Christian church and I've since kind of like pulled away from that. But um, something that gives me validation is like listening to other people's like near death experiences. I don't know if you've listened mm -hmm. to like any podcasts or like watched any documentaries on that. But the majority of people say that we go into like a loving light or whatever like paradise or heaven is on the other side. And then even the people that have, even if like there is like a negative experience, as, I mean, obviously if somebody's recounting a near death experience, they can come back to talk about it. And then usually maybe not every time, but usually their life goes in a better direction afterwards. And maybe they like needed that experience to kind of put them on the right path. If you know what I mean? Yeah. So it gives me yeah. a lot of sense of happiness. No, definitely. Um, on the note of that kind of near death experience, I have a cousin who, she died and she was brought back because she said when she died, she went to this, she said it was hell. She said she just felt horrible while she was there and mm -hmm. was told, nope, it's not your time. Go back and was sent back. And then she was kind of, she said she was in this back down to hell or come back to life. And she ended up coming back to life and her growth and the things that she has done since has, has just been a beautiful, amazing. Like I'm so proud of her now because she's come so far from that time. And wow. so, yeah, no, definitely people sometimes need that sort of experience to, mm -hmm. to feel better. Right. Or do better. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, I'm glad to hear she's <laughs> back and doing better and uh oh, yeah i can i can't even imagine though experiencing that that's crazy mind-boggling yeah no i i personally have never experienced anything like that other than watching my cousin go through that and mm -hmm. being on the other side of it and waiting for her to come back you know was mm -hmm. scary and terrifying and you know i just prayed so hard for her to come back because at that point i was still in a very religious place um my grandma raised me as pentecostal and my parents sent me to catholic school while i was in my junior high and high school years and mm -hmm. so i've had a lot of different experiences with religions and i've never really found a place where i i feel comfortable other than reaching back to my aboriginal heritage and roots and respecting the earth the way that the earth deserves mm-hmm mm-hmm I kind of can relate with that. Like I felt, I also grew up in the Pentecostal church and I felt that there was a lot of like judgment and it just wasn't a positive experience for me. And I never really felt that connection to it. But now that mm -hmm. I feel this like pull to learning about anything paranormal, whether it be like near-death experiences, uh, reincarnation, even just like ghost stories, like anything really, it kind of gives me that sense of peace in a weird way. Like it's not a, it's not like a conventional thing that you would think that like, oh, this is going to make me feel less afraid of dying, but it does, if that makes sense. Yes. No, I totally get it. Cause that's kind of where I'm at is, you know, I found more peace in the last couple of years practicing my witchcraft than I have in all of my years growing up and learning about different religions. And mm -hmm. just like you said, the judgment that comes from 
a lot of the places and the, the churches and the way that they treat the people who are trying to find that that missing piece. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you actually do practice like witchcraft? Is it like Wicca that you follow? Mm, not fully. Um, I kind of just do it my own way. And so mm-hmm. if I miss a full moon, I'm like, eh, whatever, there's another one. Um, mm-hmm. I, I just kind of t- take what I want from, you know, each of them. And okay. so I, I don't practice in a conventional way. <laughs> okay. That makes sense. Honestly, that's kind of like what this journey has taught me is like, the truth is not the same for every single person. And you have to figure out what works for you and screw anybody else. Like you do what works for you. And it maybe isn't the same thing that I do. And I mean, at the end of the day, it's just going to be you and your maker. So I think that's totally fine, personally. Yeah, no. And I find, you know, the worst for me is when people are judging each other. Because there's no room for judgment. You don't know what another person has been through. You don't know what they've lived through or what experiences they've had and how you would deal with their experiences, right? So you got to mm-hmm. just, I think you, everybody should treat each other with kindness and just mm-hmm. get along. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So is there any other stories that you're wanting to share before um, we end the call? I mean, there's probably lots that I could think of if we were to sit here long enough, but I've got kids that want to go to bed soon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I, yeah, I really appreciate you taking time and, you know, absolutely with me and hearing some of my Anytime. story. Yeah. yeah if well, you... you're, actually, you're the first person outside of my family that I've ever told these stories to. So really? It, well, I really yeah, appreciate it. That. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. appreciate you taking some time to listen, and I'm so happy I saw your your short there because I never would have thought to tell anybody my story until now. So, girl, I am yeah. so here for it. So, if anything comes up later on down the road, you have an open invite. If you think of something that maybe you forgot to tell me or something else happens, let me know, and we can always schedule another follow up call. Okay. Sounds great. It was nice chatting with you and it was nice to meet you, Alyssa. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Next time on Something Paranormal. Yeah. And I'm almost wondering, you know, if if the reason why we see is because we've used a Ouija board at least 90%, Mm -hmm. maybe see, because... I never thought that a shadow, like a shadow figure, I've heard of it before, but I would have thought like it was just like a drawing kind of, it would look like that. It's nothing like yeah. at all. <laughs>